so, wow. Well, I want to uh, speak for about 20 minutes on, I guess the title of my message is, um, Why Are There Not More Healings? Now, Monday night, I went to the North Texas Revival, and I was a part of the prayer team, and I probably prayed for about six or eight people for 2020 vision, and three of them received 2020 vision. And then there was two people I prayed for, but one really in particular that had a tumor in their stomach area, in their abdomen area, and the Lord healed them. But we didn't, there wasn't, there was a move of God, but it wasn't like the old healing ministry days. So with that said, open your Bibles to 1 Peter 2, 24. I wasn't sure how to open up, but we'll get going here. 1 Peter 2, 24, it's a famous scripture, a famous healing scripture. It says, he himself bore our sins in his body on the tree so that we might, and here it is, you need to underline this, die to sins and, and then underline this, live for righteousness, die to sin, live for righteousness, and then the Bible says, by his wounds or by his stripes, you have been healed. You have been healed. See, <clears throat> what, what I've come to learn is the revelation and the insight of the Bible concerning disease is this. The origin comes from the devil. The origin of disease comes from the devil and his kingdom. Now, when I was praying for that lady with the tumor, I could tell the power of God was on her, but I wasn't watching the tumor go. And so the Holy Spirit spoke to me and he said, cast out witchcraft. And the minute, the minute I said that and witchcraft left, before I could even see what happened, the tumor was gone. And she was healed. And so my point is, the more as, as we draw closer to the end of this age, not only is the kingdom of darkness passing away, but it's also growing stronger. Passing away in time, but having more of an influence in, not only in civilization, but even in the church. Having more of an influence in the church. And... And my point is this, since there's been, you know, when we had Oral Roberts and we had Jack Coe and uh, Catherine Kuhlman and Amy Simple McPherson and all these big tent revivals and healing ministries, uh, Gordon Lindsay and the healing magazine uh, that he put out, uh, I just recently got every single issue of that 1938 to 52 or 56 of every issue 
of that voice of healing, I think it's called. And um, <clears throat> it's actually an interesting read, but my point is sin is increasing in the earth and even in the church. And so people aren't being healed because there is deliverance is required. Deliverance is actually being required. Most people have sex before they get married, even in the church. There's just things that they, back in the 30s and the 40s, it just was taboo. You didn't, do, you didn't divorce. But people divorce just as much in the church as out of the church. And so there's curses and, and other things that need to be dealt with. And that's why we don't see, we see healings, and rightfully so, but we only see, even on a good night, Bill Johnson, Randy Clark, some of the guys like that, they say only 30% of the people got healed. Where Oral Roberts did a tent, tent meeting with over 6,000 or 8,000 people and every one of them got healed. 100% healing. He said that was the only meeting, but most of those guys had a very high success rate in healing. So today, the Bible tells us that disease is one of the curses that sin brings about. <clears throat> In the same way, mental illness. We're seeing more mental illness. Uh, we, Tuesday, we had, a, we had lunch with the president of Cook Hospital in Fort Worth. And they're building another hospital in Prosper. As a matter of fact, I think it's supposed to open in December. But over here, they're putting in a new addition. And they're even having to add to the mental ward. Where they bring people in for mental problems. Now, <clears throat> church, it's time that we wake up and really see the issue here. And the issue is, we've been very good at preaching the gospel, getting people filled with the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and even believing in faith for God to heal. But very few ministries understand the dynamics of deliverance. That's why I'm almost tempted in the short conference in November to do parent-children deliverance. I'm almost tempted. Because I am watching a generation of kids struggle with, at minimum, what the Bible calls the effeminate or the feminine spirit in men. And I'm seeing this. And I'm at the mall in uh, North Richland Hills, North what? North something mall? North, yeah, North Richland Mall, I'll call that. But anyways, I'm up there by the 121 and all that. And I'm watching these guys holding hands, walking down, and, and I'm watching more than one. And I'm seeing a culture of homosexuality and lesbianism moving 
and creeping and civilization turning out like more like Sodom and Gomorrah. And here's the problem. We don't judge them for what they're doing. We hate the sin but love the person. But that's not enough because if you really love them, you will minister to them. And I'm watching children struggle in Christian homes and the number one minister to those children is the parent because the parent is there 24-7 around the clock. Now, you know, Hannah went through all kinds of crazy stuff in the hospital. So she's been doing really good. We haven't had any episodes for a while. Well, we go to the North Richland Mall and she gets her ears pierced. So she has two piercings right here. And for some reason, one of them was a little bit higher or it didn't go in the right way. And it triggered her. And a full blown altar came forward. And of course, mom and I dealt with it and took us about 30 minutes to go through a few things, kicked out some demons. But my, po my point is, is kids are, they're struggling with not only their identity, but they're struggling with generational curses because of the sins of the ancestors. And the problem is, is when these kids start reaching their third, late 30s, early 40s, or, or mid to late 50s, you're going to see these kids that are confused start coming down with even rarer diseases because that's the curse. And if you've ever been around this ministry for any time, you've heard me say the sin happens immediately but like the pattern of Adam, death came later. That is the way sickness works. It enters immediately, but there is a judgment in time, and then sickness comes forward. Micah 6.13 says this, Therefore I have begun to destroy you, to ruin you because of your sins. God sets his... And <clears throat> trust me, this is the hard part of the message here tonight. But God says, I have begun. In other words... Things are being done, and God is at work allowing the kingdom of darkness over time to start to destroy your family. Start to bring your family to ruin. What one generation struggled with in alcohol, the next generation struggled in addictions. And now look at them. Everything is going crazy. Gun violence, and I mean, it's just a mess out there. And it's time for the church to show themselves strong. And how does this happen? Well, what I read about revival is healing is a big part of bringing 
the, the broken and the hurt in to the church. And I'm talking about inner healing and physical healing. The sins of man have increased in such a way that even if we had the faith healers here today, they could not handle the problem. I listened to how people pray. I was listening to some of the people that have great ministries. But I, I, in my heart, I'm going, that's great. You're going to get 25% of them. But it's almost as if I want to just, if they would say, well, Bruce, what do you think? I would, I'd say, I love you. I love you as a brother, but you're out of date. You're behind, you're behind the next move of God. Just like what the Lord spoke to me. And he said, Bruce, if you continue to go down the road and stay with the Bob Larson method and you don't move into deeper stuff, you are going to be outdated in 10 years. Would the ministry last? Yes. But the progression of sin and the works of darkness and the works of light and the progression of God's kingdom, I'm out of date. Even though I'm in the kingdom, I'm behind, this, I'm behind the times. It's as if everyone went and grabbed their 1970s clothes and put on those high heel shoes for guys and those check pants and all the different things, bell bottom, all, you know, grew their hair out long. That's the way we look. And there's people out there hurting. There's six main doorways that the kingdom of darkness works. And these six main doors bring sickness to people's lives. The first one is willful sin. When I know not to do, and I do, that is a willful sin. There's inherited curses. These kids are not gender confused, they're demonized. They're demon possessed. And when I mean, I use the word demonized because that's the theological definition, but I like the word possessed because parts of their lives are possessed under the control of, not all of them, but those parts. How about abuse? How much abuse? We're probably the most civilized country in the world today, America. But do you know we are the most abused people? We have abused people raising abused people. And you know what that leads to? It leads to the next one. It leads to addiction. Abuse can lead and opens doors to addiction. It's crazy how this stuff works. Because parents are abandoning their children. And abandonment is another one. Fathers are leaving mothers, leaving mothers to raise 
kids on their own. They have very little input. And when the fathers do take them for their visitations, they just allow the kid to do whatever they want the kid to do. Just kind of, hey, you're over there, refrigerator's there, the cereal's over here, the internet's over there, I'll, I'll see you when you're leaving. They're not putting time. And then, of course, if you get yourself involved in the occult, do you know when you get yourself involved willfully in the occult, it is harder to cast it out because you willfully chose the devil and they will fight you tooth and nail. These are the issues that healing ministries need to address, is my point. People are becoming more and more. Do you know that 33% of Americans have some form of autoimmune disease? 33%. And the number is rising. And it, even, it happened to my family. I'm talking from experience. I didn't do this. My wife didn't do this. My ancestors did this. Most of everything that happened to my daughter, because she was the fourth generation from the Masonic Lodge, it fell on her. Do you understand the timing? Unto the third and fourth generation, minimum, minimum. Some of these kids, homosexuality wasn't even in the family line until this generation. But then you can trace it back to the 60s and the 70s lifestyle. where there was free sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Where everybody started to experience with hallucinogenics and all kinds of things. The study of the human body. Now let's talk about the solution here. Okay, I've, I've, I've laid out the problem. Let's talk about the solution. Well, we've got to deal with these six things in the church. But the study of the human body, this is what I'm finding out with my daughter. You would not believe some of the renunciations that I've put together. And I'm watching demons, generational demons coming out of my 15-year-old daughter. And the minute they come out, the power of God comes down without even asking, comes down and heals a part of my daughter's body. Without even asking. Because God wants to heal. But there's barriers that stand in the way. So it's essential to study the human body because you, it, we, science is a good thing because it tells us how the disease works. It just never gives the origin or the life or the reality of where it all started from. It just said it just appeared and we can track it and how it works. And so what I do is I go in and I study these diseases and I make renunciation forms. 
And what I say is, I renounce and I break the curse and I repent for the sins of working in the lungs. And then I list everything that the disease does to the lungs. So I'm using, I'm using what God gave science. I'm using science to destroy the works of evil. What I can't find and what I depend on God to do is to reveal the source of it. What is the root of that spiritual disease? Medicine focuses on the disease. They focus on the syndromes, down, mental things, the syndromes. And they focus on how to manage it. The church should be focusing on how to heal it. How to heal it. This is what's new. This is what's new to me. About every five years, God gives me something new. Something to chase. There, was, there for a while, it was fallen angels. Dealing with fallen angels. Now I'm on spiritual roots to disease. I have no idea what will come when I get, we get closer to 2030, but something else will come my way. Why? Because I give my heart to it all. And if we, we can be the answer to so many problems. Every disease and syndrome has a spiritual root is my point. I'm almost done. So medicine, even though it sustains life, does not have the solution. Only Jesus has the solution. Nobody can answer. They can give you meds. And is it wrong to take medication for something? Absolutely not. I've already done it. I've already gone through all the spiritual warfare about it. I've done the word studies. I've done it all. There's a difference between medicine and pharmacia. It's in the definitions. My point is this. Do you depend on it? I don't depend on that medication. If I absolutely gave my daughter the medication and was not seeking spiritual, finding the spiritual roots to those disease, then it becomes pharmacia. And it opens doors to evil. The strength of disease is this. This is the strength of disease. And I've watched it. Fear. It's one of the number one strengths to the disease. Anger. Rejection. So many people, so many people in the world today. I've told you the story, but I'm going to give it to you in 10 seconds or less. I met a 26-year-old Marine years and years ago. He came down. I got anger. I called up the spirit of anger. Anger left him. Six days later, he was in Dallas, and he died of cancer because I didn't cast out cancer. I didn't know to. I didn't know to. Find out six days later he died. 
What did I do? I cast out what let cancer in. And he was in remission. And instantly, that disease went to work. How about rejection? Rejection, everybody's looking for approval today. They want to be approved. It's true. They want people to feel good. And they're even to compromise. They, they're willing to even compromise just to be accepted. Spiritual roots. Depression. Suicide is rampant in the young generation today. And it's growing more. You know, we get rid of Roe versus Wade. But then we turn to mass shootings. We turn to the suicidal rate. In other words, here's my point. The point is this. For 50 years, we murdered babies. And now the, the curse is we're dealing with mass shootings. Kids killing kids. And I remember the statistics I gave you? Newtown, Newtown, the shooting 10 years ago in Newtown, uh, there's been 78 mass shootings since then. Now that, what was that town? Uvali. Uvali only happened like nine weeks ago, 10 weeks ago. There's been 33 mass shootings across America since Uvali. 78 in 10 years and 33 in 10 weeks. There's an increase going on. Are, are you catching? Are we, are we understanding this, church? Somebody's going to have to take a risk and call the parents and give them, a, give them a place where they can bring their kids and we all get down and start breaking curses. It's time. We can no longer just pray for these children. Chronic diseases are living spirits. Cancer is a demon. Just like autoimmune. It is a spirit of infirmity that actually gives the disease life. Do you know what happens when, when a disease... See, this is what I can't wait. When some, somebody from the medical community... Uh, I, I pray that and I ask God, Lord, give me a doctor that would come here to this church and then when we cast out demons, we would cast, cast out the spirit of infirmity, have blood work before so they could see the demon, they can see the work of it in the blood and then cast it out and then draw blood and look under, under the microscope and go, where is, compare the two. It's just that simple. The Bible has the answer. Disease itself is the manifestation of a work of an infirmity. And that's what I want to close with. When you see somebody that has some form of disease that is, and they're bound by long-term medication, you are looking at a demon. 
a spirit of infirmity. And I know it's not popular, but it's the truth. And I'm not up here to be the most popular preacher. I'm here to tell you the truth because I'm going to have to stand before God. But eventually people are going to come. And what I don't want is to see Hannah's generation dying at 40 years old because of infirmity. But it's coming. You heard it right here. I'm not word cursing them. I'm telling you, it's increasing in such a way. I know how the devil works. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that scripture has been used so many times, it's almost as if it's watered down in the church. But that's exactly what he does. In Deuteronomy 28, 45, the Bible says something about when a curse, it comes, it goes to work, and it looks to overtake you. To overtake. And that's what's happening. The only answer for kids, and even, even my wife's generation or my generation, is this. Curse breaking. Curse breaking. I'm, I'm tired of seeing kids struggle mentally, physically, emotionally. I'm tired of it. And we have to do something. But here's the thing. Everybody's got to get involved. Martha can't do it all. I'm here to preach it. She gets to do all the work. Just kidding. Anyways, did you guys get anything? Because what I, who has... Who has any type of long-term disease in their bloodline? Both of Martha, Kennedy, that means you too, Catherine. Why don't you guys stand up? Do you mind if I just pray real quick for you? Let's see what God will do in just seconds here. Come down here.